Hi, my name is Lisa Green. I'm a sophomore. I'm the Interfaith Fellow and President of Hillel Society here at Lafayette. Welcome back to Lafayette's Interfaith Podcast, Colton Corner. Today, I am joined by one of my best friends, Josh Joseph. Um, I'm so excited they're here. And uh, Josh, would you like to maybe just start off telling us a little bit about yourself, your major, your year, stuff you do on campus? Um, I'm Josh, they, them. Um, I'm a sophomore on campus. Um, my major is environmental studies, and I'm minoring in global history. Um, I'm the president of QPOC. I'm part of Sheesh, ABC, and I'm a page designer for the newspaper. I'm just, I'm just here with my bestie, Lisa. Love yeah, you, babe. love you. Oh, yeah, so excited you're here. So we're going to jump in. We're looking at your life story, who you are through the lens of religion. Um, so just to start us off, get the ball, ro- the ball rolling, how would you describe your religious identity? Um, my religious identity is just kind of undecided kind of at the moment because um, I'm kind of in the process of deconstructing my beliefs and deconstructing my religion and just trying to find my place in the religious section because I did grow up as a Seventh-day Adventist and I kind of came to and realized maybe this isn't for me. This this is, hasn't been doing me justice mentally, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, and, and I kind of just want to find another way to express it in some way. Mm-hmm. I still do believe a lot of the stuff that I was taught, but it's just the seventy Adventist label just it's, isn't for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so we're going to get all into how you realize that and dissect those changes and talk about how you are now. But mm-hmm. uh, before we go full circle, we'll start at the very beginning. Um, what were your first memories around religion? My first memories around religion has been me kind of being in church. I remember being in church a lot back in the Caribbean and singing in the like by myself with my grandmother and my step grandfather, always preaching. You know, my grandmother was very involved in the church. My grandfather was very involved in the church, um, and I just remember always loving it and enjoying it, and always reading the Bible and going to. Every single Saturday class that I could attend, if we did go to church, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, quickly I started to realize from a very young age, like about ten or so, I realized I'm kind of uncomfortable here. I don't really like this. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that makes sense. But but what about it kind of made you want to keep coming back when you were a little kid? It was fun. Yeah. I, I it was just like free reign. Maybe it's because I was very naive and I didn't know anything. And I just thought that church was like this place where we would pray. And it was a community. I really did like the community. Right. Um, it was it was fantastic. And I think coming back to the U.S. Um, and going to church here kind of made me rethink it. Because church in the Caribbean is very free-spirited. Um, but, I mean, they did have a lot of, like, very heavy ideals. Um but again, I was naive. I didn't know those ideals, and I didn't know like everything that they were being taught or knew. But coming to the U.S., it was like, hmm, I don't, I don't, it's just it's different. I didn't have that ability to be free range and just like going out. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and so uh, when when you first got back to the U.S., do you remember? Um, uh, did your grandparents stay in the Caribbean? Yeah, they 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 live in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. So, what was your relationship like with them? You know, once you moved back to the U.S. 
It was the same, just over the phone. Yeah, it was. Awesome. It was just the same, but over the phone. Really. Yeah. I didn't get to see him every day, but I did get to talk to him. But so they really were the ones who kind of, who kind of brought you into the church and made you feel a part of the community when you were a kid. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, not having them move to the U.S. did that kind of affect how much you wanted to go? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because the real, um, heavy Christian in the family is my like my step grandfather, so my yeah. grandmother's husband. Like, um, and she's by extension. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was Catholic. I think Roman Catholic before they got together. So she would go to wow. church every Sunday, mm. um, and she wasn't very heavily involved in church. But when they started getting together and they got married, um, he he was a Seventh Day Adventist, mm-hmm. and he brought them into Seventh Day Adventist church, and they kind of just converted to that instead. Okay. It became more intense, but I didn't know that it was intense. Like right. to the that's all you center. knew. That's all. That's all I knew. Right, of course. And yeah, you just thought that's how everyone did it. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. just very happy. I was honestly super happy. Like I loved church. I loved awesome. the community. I loved learning about God. I I, I loved it a lot. Yeah. I think I was able to recite a lot of the Bible and remember it because I read it so much and I enjoyed and I learned the stories. That's awesome. And it was it was, it was great. Were there, yeah, it's awesome. Were there like particular you know characters or stories that stood out to you that you really liked? Um, the story of Joseph. Oh, that's I, my favorite. I love the story of Joseph. Yeah. Um, and also Genesis, um, mm-hmm. the first chapter really. Um, right. And um, I think the story of Joshua. The story of Joshua and Psalms. You're, do you know, were you named after Joshua? Yeah. yeah. Like, my mom didn't have a name picked out for me because she didn't know what gender I was. <laughs> yeah. Until, like, very late in the pregnancy. Right. Um, and when she gave birth to me and she held me, that was, like, the name that first came up, like, Joshua. Like, oh, that was her name. Yeah. Yeah. So what about those stories really stuck out to you? Um, the story of Joseph, I really liked the fact that he was able to just be strong and resilient and just... Mm-hmm turn nothing into something yeah and the fact that he was like his father's favorite and it's the story of grief really spoke to me and something i don't know why i don't know how yeah but the grief of his father um his brothers coming back and begging for mercy um it it was just a story of family and about love and how love doesn't die it just evolves over time right that's how i saw it i love that well, it's it's inspirational. It's aspirational. Yeah. You know, it's the idea of like you can get knocked down a hundred times Even and by your own family. right yeah. and step back up a hundred and one. You know, and certainly you know your family isn't exempt from that. Mm-hmm. You know, your family can really mess up, but you know Joseph eventually forgave them. Yeah. So anything's possible. Anything's possible. Love that. Um, yeah. And then Genesis, I think it's just the first couple of Genesis because I. I was just like, wow, God is so powerful. Like he did all of this. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my, like to my little brain, that was that was just so like phenomenal. It's, like yeah, it's overpowering. Like with dirt, you can just make a person with the yeah. rib and just like snap your fingers and then here's all these animals. And here's the planet, oceans. The yeah. universe. I was like, I was in awe. Honestly, that's amazing. That was yeah. that blew my mind. That's um, so cool. And Psalms, I forgot who it was about, but I do know that it Joshua? was Joshua. I'm not sure. I think it was a king. Oh, Solomon? I, I honestly don't remember because <laughs> it was I haven't read it in so long, but I think it was like someone's prayers for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And there's like so much in Psalms that really is just like you are doing all of this, right? 
to get back to where you were before and to just like get forgiveness and and then you get that forgiveness and it's like maybe I'm thinking about it wrong it's a different one but that I, I just really do like that one yeah no that's really powerful don't judge me if I don't know it's been a while no, it's so fine. I, I don't remember. Um, you know, I don't, I always say this, um, and I'm curious how you feel about it. I think it's less about the details with Bible stories, right? And it's more about what you take from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think that's how I saw it. Totally. I love that. So then you come back to the U.S. and church, did it feel kind of less like a community and more kind of arbitrary? Yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't realize that until later on, like when yeah. I was 10. Because we didn't have a church that we would always... I mean, we did have a church that we would always go to. But it just felt more like I was being dragged there. Right. It wasn't your choice anymore. It wasn't my choice anymore. It was... The community just didn't feel like a community. It felt kind of like a business. That seems... Like transactional. Like like transactional. A lot of like... Yeah. Just like, give money or... Um, everyone would just show up in their finest place. It just, it just didn't feel like... It felt like materialistic. It felt materialistic. Yeah. And I, I think, like, I started piecing it together, and it's like, yeah. Like, I, I always wondered why I didn't like it, why it was just so... It didn't feel awful. real. It didn't feel, it didn't feel real to me. It didn't feel authentic. And then after that, we kind of just, like, switched churches, and we there was never a single church that we would go to. It would be multiple at a time, like, different ones, and... The sense of community was just lost for me. But was it really important to your mom to keep going? I think so. Yeah. Because we didn't really go to church that much. So did you ever say, like, hey, I really don't want to go? I did, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I was just like, I just, I just don't want to feel like going to church. I just feel out of place. It does not feel right to me. Right. And what would she say? Like, she was just like, eh, well, if you don't want right. to go to church, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because she understands that, like, I'm grown. Like, of course. It's my choice now. It's not your thing anymore. Yeah. Well, so, but did you have to go, like, all through high school? No. No. Let's go. We just kind of stopped going to church. Yeah. Just, because did you all kind of feel disillusioned? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah, it was just, yeah. So then did you still, like, keep Seventh-day Adventist, like, practices at home? Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Um, no pork, no shellfish. Mm. Um, I think that's really it. <laughs> I just think that was really it. Yeah. Um, no pork, no shellfish. Like, what did you do for holidays, though? Just in terms um, of the traditions. We didn't celebrate Halloween. Um, Christmas wasn't really big mm-hmm. for us, but mm-hmm. it was something. It's like a little thing. Yeah. Because back home in the Caribbean, my grandparents don't celebrate Halloween. No, I mean, don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think they believe that giving gifts and getting gifts isn't really a part of it. Yeah. But going to church and um, just, like, worshiping is a part of Christmas. It's not about the material things, but about mm-hmm. um, religion and about just spirituality. Right. And so um, what was your what was your concept of God or a higher power growing up, and how did it change? Um, like I said, it was very – I was in awe. Yeah. Like, this yeah. one person told us, I was just like, oh, my God, wow. Mm-hmm. And – it kind of it stayed the same all throughout, right. and then I started questioning the power of God a lot mm-hmm. because if He's all good, why is He doing all of this? Why are people why going through all of why, why are things happening? Right. Um, and if He knows all, why are people still going to hell 
if like you knew that they were gonna do this, like put them on the same path. And it's just like, is he really all good? Is he really all knowing? Um, if he's all knowing, then why is he doing like all this good? Why isn't like it was just conflicting ideas? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just kept questioning, questioning. I was just like, maybe this isn't a powerful being. Maybe this is just misconstrued ideas from mm. way back in the past that have just keep coming back up and manifesting in this re- in this religion. It was just it, it was a it was hard. Once you start questioning it, it's very hard to get out. That's so true. Yeah, because your eyes are kind of open. Yeah. Was there anything in particular, like any moment that made you start questioning? Um, no. There wasn't like a big personal moment for me. It was more um, listening to other people speak, listening to other people question it, reading articles, reading um, biblical journals and, you know, political opinions. And, and it stopped adding up. It started, it, yeah, it, st- it started adding up and it just stopped making these people are saying, well, God can do this, and these people are saying, God can't do this. Mm, and it's just back yeah. and forth, and it's just like people saying, well, we don't know if God actually exists. And for a quick second, there was this moment of, God has a brother, and I was like, oh, wait what? Minute. I was like, what? A brother? Just, and it's just like all these things. Was like like okay. God Senior? Like, exactly. It was yeah. just like, what is all of this? What are you all talking about? Like, what's about? going on? What's happening here? What... Yeah. Well, so did you ever go to your mom, or like your grandma, or anyone and say, like, hey, this doesn't make sense? No, because I knew that if I did it, if I did say something, they would just, they would start preaching to me. And, start uh, like, and I honestly yeah. didn't want to go through that because I, I don't want to sit there and listen to them say, you're being taunted by the devil. You're being this. Right. And I was just like, I'm, right. I'm just going to pray. Wow. Well, that's okay. No, that's, that's so interesting. So do you, do you remember like around what age or what point in school you started questioning everything? I think when I came back from the Caribbean. Because I went back when I was 13. Right. And then I came right. back like after that summer. And it was like, okay, what is going on? Because right. going from church up here, back to church down there, and it's like these completely do two environments, and that's when I started just like, blah. Right. Like, I, that's, that part was a very big um, moment in my like depression, because I was absolutely depressed for a good three years, wow. so until I was like about 16, 17. And that was a big part of it because I was just like, I'm, I'm sad all the time. You lost faith. I, I've lost faith. I'm beginning to lose faith. Like, and it just, and on top of that, I was just like, why am I so sad all the time? What is happening? And yeah. it's just like, my mom was just like, always oh, just like, just pray, pray. I'm just like, I am praying. Right. I'm still sad. It's not a real solution. It, like, it, yeah. what's going on? It's just. Were there things at play? You totally don't have to answer this, but were there other things at play that were making you depressed? Questioning my gender, questioning yeah. my sexuality, um, questioning life. Just yeah. like, what do I want to do? What's my path? What's my path? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like, I have to get ready for college. I have to get ready for life. I, I'm really about to graduate high school and be in the world. And it's just like, all those things compiling. And I was only 14. Yeah. And it was just like, it's so oh overwhelming. Like, how am I going to do it all? How, how am I going to fix all of this? And then... Yeah. No, it's so much on your shoulders. You know, I think we have to normalize this because I feel like a lot of people think they're alone in feeling this way Mm -hmm. of like, I'm the only one who's struggling, who feels overwhelmed. And I I think in a way, most people do, you know, 
I, I think it's comforting to know that. Yeah. Um, so, so you're struggling. Were there people in your life who you could go to who would make you feel better? Like maybe like your friends at school or my friends. Yeah, literally yeah. only my friends um, because I knew that if I took it to my mom she or my grandma, she, yeah. it would just be just like you're not gay. You're this, the devil, blah, blah, blah. You and need then, to pray. And then she would tell my grandmother, and I would, I can already hear my grandmother saying all these homophobic things. And I was just oh, like, that's horrible. No. And then I tried going to a therapist, but I just, no. It didn't do it for it you. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. No, I, I knew I, I needed to talk it out, but it just Therapy's not for everyone. You know, it is a total stranger. It took a oh. while for me to get into therapy. Yeah. A long yeah. It's tough. Also, did you ever, um, like, did you ever formally come out to your mom? She went through my phone, and that's how she found out. Like, what? after, after um, oh. freshman year, she went through my phone, oh, and then she found out, and it was just like, it's like, you, you thought I killed somebody, the way that she was just, like, oh. distraught. And it was, it's just been, like, this thing that we've never talked about or touched on for, until today, Really, ever since? Ever since. But did she confront you about it? Yeah. She yeah. confronted me about it, and then she just didn't talk about it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. She's, like, in denial about it. Yeah. And I refuse yeah. to bring it up because I, I don't want to hurt her. You don't, you don't need the grief. No, I don't need no. the grief. No, but so, but you still you still have a relationship with her. Yeah. It's yeah. not a strong one, but it is one. Yeah, but it still exists. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um... So in, in terms of all the other things you were like that were going on, you know, questioning your sexuality, your gender identity, and questioning, you know, your meaning of life, did that kind of influence your perception of religion too? Yeah. Yeah. Because not only was I questioning the power of God, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. questioning God's intentions. Mm-hmm. Because here's everybody saying, look at this passage in the Bible saying that you're going to hell. And I was like, mm-hmm. Why am I gay? Yeah. Like, why did God make me this way? Why am way? I here? Well, it's so funny, too, because that, that passage has been so misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it actually means, like, don't be a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, it's just people have mistranslated and twisted it, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. Um, and It's like, why would I want to be a part of a religion that's that hates constantly demonizing me and lumping me in with these terrible people who are doing yeah. these terrible things? Like, I'm going to hell for loving a man or, like, a gender non-conforming person. Who cares? Why would I be going to hell for genuinely loving someone? Yeah. For just contributing good to the world, you know? Like, it's not like you're hurting anyone. I mean, that's... Did you feel, like, in church you were targeted? Like, people... No one knew in church. Because when I was coming out and letting people know, we didn't go to church at that time. Right. Um, well, at least I didn't go to church. My mom tried to get me to go to church. Like, did, for, did your sister like a, go? Yeah. yeah, we took like a big hiatus from going to church, and then I come out, and she's like, "Let's go to church now." And she's like, "Well, that's that's not a coincidence." Yeah, you're like, oh, I, I can kind of see where that came from. Like, and then my mom started teaching my my sister about church and like Christianity. It's like, mm, this is definitely not a coincidence. Yeah, this is definitely like you're trying to prevent whatever happened with me to happen oh. to her. Did you did you kind of start to pull away from her when that happened? No. Yeah. It was just like, you do you. Yeah. You go, bestie. 
you go off, but my sister knows, and she does love me, and she's always just like, when are you going to start dating someone? When are you going to have a boyfriend? Like, she's very supportive and very open and loving. Like, so she's, she's not homophobic at all. That's so, do your grandparents know? My grandmother knows. And she has tried to talk to me about it, but I just like no, no, no I'm not doing like. That. Can we not? Can we not do that? Mm-hmm. Can we do anything else? Yeah, and I yeah, she even tried to give me a book about like whatever you're oh, going through. Oh no 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 no! She no. gave me like a not religious a book. book, a book, and she's like, "What you're going through right now is in this book. You should read it." I did not read the book. What you're going through is if it's like a problem. Like she uh. came to the U.S. and she gave me the book, and then when she left, I threw the book away. I literally I burnt the book. It's horrible. It's horrible. No, you know, it makes so much sense. You know, it's it's a community that just for whatever reason, you know, it, that not only is that passage so misinterpreted, there are things the Bible actually calls sins that people do every day that no one takes issue with. Yeah. This is what drives me crazy. People eat, you know, shellfish every day. No every one cares. Day. Yeah, people, you know, do. I will say that the little shellfish did save my life. That passage really? did save my life because I'm allergic to shellfish. And if we had started eating shellfish, I think I would have died. I would have died years ago. Wow, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. That's so crazy. Yeah, but so so then you go um, from high school into the pandemic into college. How did the pandemic and college um, impact your beliefs? The pandemic gave me a lot of time to think. Yeah, like a lot of time to think, and that's why I started figuring out. That's why I started like realizing. I can be a part of this religion and just have my own relationship with God. Like, I don't have to live my way. I don't have to do all this because God, whatever's out there, whoever's out there, my relationship with them is only between us. Right. No one has to know. No one has to know. It's only between Mm -hmm. us. Um, And, you know, whatever happens in the afterlife, I will take it because at least I know that on earth I was the best person that I can be. I had the best relationships that I can have and I did the best that I can. And if mm-hmm. that puts me in some fiery pit of hell for the rest of my life, so be it. So be it. Well, and I will tell you this much: I was just thinking about you know the idea of putting positivity in the world. There is no one who does that more than you, mm-hmm. truly. Like when I think of someone who just adds good to everyone's lives, and you ne- you never bring any negativity. You have you know all these beautiful dreams and ideas, and you just help people. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. You're, you know, in my mind, you're God's gift. Um, but so, so do you think the pandemic kind of, kind of reaffirmed your faith a little bit? Like you, you started connecting with God a little more. Yeah. yeah. Like I, people, like you know how you talk to yourself a lot. I yeah. do that. I talk to myself a lot, and then sometimes just like, hey, God, like, hey, what do you think deep. about this thing that I'm talking to myself about, like? Yeah. Like, it, thinking out loud and just, like, constantly just, like, interjecting him, them, her, like, whoever's out there it, into, like, yeah. my life. Yeah. And just, like, talking to us. And just like, hmm, what would you do? You know, people don't, people undervalue the casual prayer and the casual conversation. I do that every day. You know, and it's very comforting. Yeah. You know, just the other day I was really anxious about something and I said, like, God, take it away. Like, show me something that will help me not be anxious about that. Like, yeah. an hour later, I got a sign. There's always a sign. There's always, There's always a, sign. a sign. It's just like, I'm in, I'm studying and it's raining outside. I'm just like, why can't I have done this, like, later after no, I leave? Come on. And then it's just like, it, 
it, it doesn't stop raining, but it lightens up, and I'm like, thank you. Like, okay, thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. No, I'm Thanks. Just like, run. Yeah. Like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, right. Thanks or a lot. it's just mm-hmm. like, there's not, just like the casual things that like I, like food or like whatever, it's like, it's snowing outside. Like, I really need to get home. This bus is not here. Mm-hmm. Like, give me something else. And I call Greyhound. They're like, yeah, yeah. We, we can get you home like today, like later today, right now. And mm-hmm. it's just like, do I have to pay for this? Like, no, it's free of charge. And I'm just Aww. like, oh my God. Thank you. Thank Aww. you. Like, just, yeah. Because I was really scared that I wasn't going to get home that day like the day day was it it was before spring break um and the day that like snowed oh yeah saturday and i was just like oh my god i'm not gonna go home my mom's not gonna be able to drive me here and i called greyhound they're like yeah we can just like move your ticket for later the same day wow free of charge and i was just like okay okay Okay. i'll take take it it. yeah so it gave you a little bit of hope yeah yeah so like not taking it seriously has allowed me to take it seriously. That's what I'm I love that's a great yeah. quote right there. No, I know what you mean. Just almost thinking of God as like a friend. Yeah, because God is a friend. Yeah, like a friend totally. you can't see, but a friend that's always there. A friend you can feel. Yeah, yeah. And I've kind of removed that notion of like God is all good and God is all powerful in my head because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if He's all good, then you know all this wouldn't happen. If He's all powerful, then all this like so. It's made it a lot easier to think of him as like just like an ordinary person, just like right. an ordinary being who's just looking right. out for me, like giving me the best, having the best interest at heart for me. Right, and you know, like any other friend, maybe he'll mess up sometimes. Yeah, like like but, maybe he'll mess up. Yeah. Maybe he made like a mistake every now and then. Right. Because we are made in God's image. Yeah. Like we, mm-hmm. if we were actually made. In God's image, we'd be perfect. We'd be we'd robots, be but we're not yeah. robots. We're not perfect. We always make mistakes, so maybe God can make mistakes too. And that's what I was I thinking about over quarantine too. Yeah, and like maybe I'm not this growing man. Maybe I'm, and I'm, and I'm not a woman. I, I don't feel like a woman. Right, right. I'm, I'm neither. I'm just, I'm just here. Yeah, you're existing. I'm existing, and that's when like I came out. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm non-binary. I'm gender non-conforming. Yeah. So before, before COVID, have you ever thought about that? I did a lot. Yeah. A lot. I was just like, but I never really came to terms with it mm-hmm. because just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I can think about it later. I'll think about it later. Yeah. So did you, did you tell your mom? No. I'm not going to tell her. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to let her live in her little fantasy. <laughs> her little fantasy. I think we'd all be happier if she lived in a little fantasy. Her cute little world. Yeah. Um, she will find out eventually. Just yeah. Not me. Maybe yeah. in a magazine somewhere or, or something. I can see you on a Vogue cover. Yeah. Or maybe, like, then Lafayette writes a newspaper about me, and they keep, like, using my pronouns. And she's like, what is that? And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. like, who else is with you? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you figured out. Yeah, I, that was a typo, Mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> does your sister know? No, but she has speculation. Yeah. And she's like, what are your, what's your pronouns? And I'm like, <gasps> you figured it out. You're like, none of your business. You figured it out. Uh, and she's just always asking because she wants to, like, know and be respectful and, like, brag about me to her so friends. So and just, like, yeah. She's so proud of you. She's proud of me. I'm proud of her, too. Of course. Like, yeah. I, I love her a lot. Yeah. And I will tell... No, I'm not going to tell her yet. She's going to find out. Yeah. She'll find out eventually. Why not? She, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're taking your time. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, but during COVID, you came out to your friends? No. Oh, okay. I, I mean, they you. know, but I just, like... Did a little like Instagram post, yeah. and I was just like, "Hey, I'm 
love that. And then everyone's like, cool. Because I remember at Laugh, you, um, okay, tell me if this is wrong, but you kind of like soft launched it. Soft you know launched. what I mean? That, yeah, that's... it was like, they, 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 them. Right. They, you were they. like, you were like, I prefer they, them, but like, whatever you, whatever you end up doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. I was like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. chill, that's chill. Like, I never, there was never yeah. a formal coming out. I just, I just did. Yeah. No, you were so, I love that. You know, you've got just this casual approach in general, right? Like, to God, to to gender. You know, it's nice. It's yeah. not, It's like you don't take it too seriously. You don't it's take like, it serious, more seriously than it needs yeah. to be. It's yeah. like when I was a child. It's just like, I enjoy it. I right. like it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That who, who needs to overcomplicate it? Yeah. Like, what, who's that serving? I'm going to sing a gospel yeah. song. I'm going to live life. I'm going to pray yeah. when I want to pray. I'm going to talk to God all the time. But I'm not going right. to... I'm not going to be like the old adults who are like, you have to do this, you have to wear this, you have to go yeah. here. Like, no. All the like arbitrary rules. Yeah, it's like, no. Yeah. No. no, I don't think so. Um, and we'll then I kind of like rolled back on the whole like no eating pork thing. Yeah. I, I have started to try eating pork. I don't really like it. Yeah. But it's like. I feel like when you don't grow up with it, you're yeah, like, oh. like, no. I don't, I don't really like it. But, you know, the occasional pepperoni on a pizza is kind of nice now. Oh, It's like, nice. whoa, this is, is kind of nice. Or maybe yeah. the occasional bacon. Like if something comes with bacon, I'm not gonna say no bacon. I'm just gonna be like, let's see how. This is there tastes. is there like freedom in that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like let's see how this tastes. Yeah, you're like why not just try it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do know that. that I do not like ham. I don't like, and I don't like bacon that much because it's it's very fatty. Like there's always like there's it's little, smoky. It's smoky. I don't, like I, I don't really like it. No. Maybe I, a it's bacon bits. Like you know like mm. bacon bits on like the little pizza at Gilbert's. I kind of like that. I prefer that. Yeah, I, I think when you just don't grow up with it, it's kind of gross. Yeah. You're like, what's, what's this? I think I'm kind of forcing myself to like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like an act of rebellion. Yeah, it's like, I didn't yeah. grow up with this. I want it now. Yeah. I want it now. No, that's how I felt, honestly, because I grew up like in such diet culture, mm-hmm. and now like just getting to eat whatever I want. Yeah, I'm going to go have chocolate. You know what I mean? Like, I went through that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I love that. Just the casual, like... I'm going to do what feels good, and that's it. There's, what else could there be to it, you know? Yeah. I love that. So then, how did getting here kind of change how you feel about about God, about religion, anything like that? Nothing changed. Nothing changed. It's, yeah. if anything, it kind of intensified. Really? Because in college, there are always these, like, milestones and these hurdles that you have to get over eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, casually, like I said, talking to myself and, like, asking God, like, what is the best thing that I can do right now? Like, you know me better than I know myself. So what should I do right now? Where should I go? Like, sh- what what is it? What should I do? So it kind of intensified that. So now I kind of just, like, call on him more than I honestly should. No, but I feel like good. there's no limit. I do know that there's a limit, but I feel like I, it's like how I, how how I feel with you and everyone else. Like maybe I should like not do all do all this right now. Maybe I should give things some time away. But I'm just like no, God, no, He's here. I'm gonna use Him. It's funny. Also, with me, there, you 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 come to me whenever. Yeah. All all my door is always open to you, literally and figuratively. Uh, you know, no, seriously. Um, yeah, that's really that's really cool. So. College kind of got you, got you talking to God a little more. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then how do you do? Do you think of yourself kind of as a believer or a more specific label? No, there's no label or believer. Really, it's anything. So you wouldn't call yourself a Christian? No, but I I do believe there is a higher power. Maybe it's not God, um, but whoever it is, whatever it is. Do you believe in, like, Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. in some way. Like, yeah. Yeah. I do believe that he's, like, a good person doing something. Right. No, that's kind of what I believe, but, like, anything beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe in Jesus. Yeah. But higher power, up for interpretation. We don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably never know. I think or there's a lot. I think there's a lot of freedom in being able to question, because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in a lot of traditions, it's very limiting. It's very much like this is what we believe. Don't veer from it. Mm-hmm. The, you know, this is everything, and when you can kind of go off on your own, be like, well, what is that? What's going on with that? Um, are there still parts of the Bible that? go by and oh yeah yeah like because the bible it's like everything that we're dealing with now yeah just like in this old thousand year old format thick 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 book (laughs) so like if i'm questioning something i'm just gonna like look up like what is this about this in the bible like where is this in the bible and then i just read that passage like okay this is a nice guide to Mm. go off of yes like what's an example of that um Mm. Um, oh, love. Yeah. Like learning to love yourself, learning to love other people. Um, romantic love. Just like, where is this in the Bible? Like, how? Okay. And then I just like read that and I interpreted it, interpret it, and I'm just like, okay, this is a nice verse. I'm gonna go off of this. And for some, it works. That's so it's, beautiful. It works. Yeah. So, do you think that your kind of your take on religion has gotten you? love yourself more yeah yeah got me to love myself more because i'm able to look in the mirror and say you're beautiful yeah you're amazing and yeah. god loves you he does god god loves you and the bible is there whenever you want whenever you want it yeah this is this is life you reclaimed it like taking it back for myself rather than putting yep. it in the hands yep. of people who no. aren't going to support you because why give them that power i will give my money to churches but I'm yeah. not going to just give my money to church. I'll give it to mosques, to synagogues. Like, I will yeah. give my money to whatever religious organization yeah. needs it because I feel like that's what God would do. That's that's what Jesus will do. Like, right. helping cool. out other people, helping out other religions and organizations because that is what they believe. And, you know, if I it's can important. support it in any way, like, support this important thing for other people, yeah. then, you know, it'll create a better world. That's so special. Yeah, I love that. Are there things you've learned from being around, you know, other religions? They're all connected. Yeah. Every single religion is all connected, and it's, like, crazy to think about that what, you know, I did as a Seventh-day Adventist, someone else did as a Jewish person, as a Muslim person. Yeah. Like, we all did the same thing. We all did need for it. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You did this too. I did that too. That's crazy. Like, oh my god. Yeah, you can really connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Also, 
as it as it stands now, um, what are like your core beliefs and like lessons you've learned from college so far? Don't take anything too seriously. Yeah, I love um, that. Just float through life. Yeah. Be delusional. <laughs> just and just share yeah. a lot of love and experiences with people. Yeah. That is something that I've learned a lot. That's so inspirational. You know, I feel like people are so bogged down by worrying about every little thing. I, I'm, when I say people, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> you know, and just taking everything a little more lightly, taking mm-hmm. it as it comes. Because that is life. If you take yeah. life too seriously, you're just gonna, you're just gonna. It only hurts you. Yeah. It only hurts you. And being a little bit delusional and unrealistic at times it helps. is good for you. Yeah. It's, it's positive. It's balance. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So what helps you, you know, when you're stressed about something, like, take it less seriously? Talking to myself. Mm-hmm. I like talking to myself or writing down in my notes out, like, all my thoughts. It's like getting my thoughts out of my head and mm-hmm. onto something, like, out into the world that does help. Talking to yourself is not crazy. It no. helps. It no. helps. Like so if I have my earpods on and you see me talking, I'm there's no music in my ears. I'm just I'm just not like that. And you have to sometimes. It's yeah. you know, I think it's certainly not crazy. I think anyone who thinks it's crazy is crazy. You yeah. know? Everyone talks to themselves. Yeah. No, like, we gotta normalize that. It is normal. It's a part is. of human nature to like Yeah. Talk to yourself. Just checking in with yourself. What do you yeah. think has been like the biggest challenge of college that you've gone through with that? The academic part. Mm-hmm. Because we all learn differently. Right. And I feel like everyone has to learn the same way. Yeah, and you're kind of forced into a yeah. little box. Yeah. And it's like, it's pretty weird. Like I almost, I almost dropped out over, over like quarantine because I need, I'm a type of person who needs to learn in person yeah. because I need someone who's there that's going to answer my questions immediately yeah. and just like stick after class with me or someone that I can go to in person in the office hours just like say something. It's so different. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't learn over Zoom. Through it's a screen. Not yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. But so do you feel like this more casual approach has helped you deal with academic stress like now? Yeah, because I was just like, as long as you're going to see me, I'm just here. That's good. fine. Yeah. Hold on. Are you passing? Great. Great. Like, yeah. Did you get your credit? <laughs> Part, amazing. Up. Amazing. Every, 10 out of 10. 2.0s. Like, what was it? Like, C's get degrees. C's get C's degrees. C's get degrees. No, that's so true. Yeah. I love that. And then um, my grades have been going up since I was just like, C's get since degrees. Since you let yourself relax. Yeah. That stress doesn't help anything. Yeah. No, I feel really inspired. That's... I love that. I love that core belief system of just, you know, letting it be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Josh, thank you so much. Um, is there anything you'd like to add about your beliefs or things you've learned or your connection to religion? Um, oh, I did have one more question. What? Are there things in life that help you, things or people that help you feel spiritual now, like a spiritual connection? Um, answer to I feel like it's in the moment. Mm-hmm. So if Chaplain Alex is there, I, you know, I'm going to have a question. I'm just going to ask him. Yeah, she's or the best. if someone who has gone through the same thing as me, I just ask them. Because apparently there are a lot of single parents listening to this. Really? Yeah, my friend Liz, uh, my friend Kim. Um, are they still, like, practicing Sunday events? Liz or? is still practicing, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's like a lot of the things that we go through, it's just like funny because all my life I never had anyone that experienced the same things that I do. I just thought that being a fundamentalist, like after I came from the Caribbean and I realized that like Sunday Mass doesn't mean to me anymore, I could never find anyone that like lived the same or close to the same life as me. So mm-hmm. having her is just like a little, like it's comforting. Like you see me, we yeah. see each other. Thank well, you. What What do you think sets um, Seventh Day Adventism apart? Like, what makes it such a different experience than anything else? Because we take the Bible like way, like serious. Like yeah. every single verse, Old and New Testament, it's just mm-hmm. like, like this is exactly what this happens. This is exactly what, yeah. what we have to do. Right. Like, forget about the world. Like, this is it. And she's like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. And, you know, I I honestly pray for Liz. Mm-hmm. Not because she needs it, but because we need more people like her yeah. in the church trying to, to make, it better. Um, make it better. And, yeah. you know, she is going through the same thing that, you know, I went through in the church when it comes to talking to older people mm-hmm. and trying to get them to understand that the world is here and you know sometimes you gotta we live have in the to world. change. We have to change a little bit, and they're not listening to her. And I was just like, "Girl, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. You're doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can. Yeah. And eventually, they're gonna listen to you. They're gonna have to listen to you. And you know, if they're not gonna listen to you, like they're gonna die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna die eventually. And who's gonna yeah, be here? Right? You. you. So, yeah. And yeah. you know, there's only so much one person could do. Mm-hmm. That's important in life too. And I love her. I really do. That's really cool. She's doing amazing things. That's awesome. And so are you. Um, yeah, but uh, but thank you so much. I, I feel like I, I learned so much and got a full perspective of, you know, growing up in the Caribbean to high school and figuring out your identity to the pandemic in college. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we close out? Live life the way you want it. You know, just yeah. like be casual with your life. Yeah. Not too casual, but casual enough. Yeah, you know, I I feel so much more relaxed. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. You're the best. Uh, and thanks for listening. Awesome.